Welcome to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Katerina Cormas, mindset and confidence coach for fabulous women just like you. I'm here to help you attract in more of what you desire in life and business, more wealth, more joy, success, confidence, soulmate clients, and all the abundance you can imagine. This podcast is all about your evolution, your evolution to becoming the woman that has all she desires. This is where you become untethered from the fears and the doubts and the limiting beliefs holding you back right now, and instead embodying the mindset, beliefs, thoughts, and actions that will bring you to your next level goals, dreams, and success. If you're ready to step into your next level confidence and fearlessly create the life and business of your dreams, then you're exactly where you're meant to be. This is where you get your weekly dose of paradigm and mindset shifting insights that will help you change the way you see yourself and all you're capable of manifesting in your life and business. So if you're ready to get started, let's begin. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast. I am so excited about today's conversation. I feel like this conversation is one we all need. We all need to be reminded about. We all need to know that these things happen and that we are safe and okay that they happen. Um, I am joined by Paula Jones. She is a business coach and Instagram strategist. She was on with me last season where we chatted, I think everything, <laughs> everything business. Um, but we, today we, we have a, all the things. All the things, I know. All the things. How do you title this? A conversation about everything. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, but today I'm welcome, welcoming you because we are going to chat about something that happened to you recently that I think is a great lesson for everybody else. Um, but you are also just a joy to chat with. So much fun. I love having you on the podcast. So welcome. Katerina, thank you so much. I love our conversation. Conversations. Um, they always, uh, you know, like we discussed, we never really know where they're going to go. And they're always so insightful and always, I always leave feeling so inspired. So I'm really honored to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We do take the conversations everywhere. It's such, it's so fun. We, it, this is basically go grab yourself a cup of coffee. You're listening in on our conversation in a coffee shop kind of thing. <laughs> Love that idea. <laughs> So you had a very adventurous end of 2021 with your business. So first tell everybody, cause you've been in business for a while, tell everybody a little bit about your business, how you organically grew it. And then we're going to jump into your, I'm going to call it an adventure, your adventure <laughs> of 2021. Well We'll reframe it. It's now an adventure. At the time, it felt like a bit of a horror story. <laughs> um, so I'm an, an Instagram strategist and a business coach. And um, I got most of my leads, um, still actually do, from Instagram. I love, it's like my favorite social media platform. I just feel... Um, you know, marketing has changed the way we market our businesses, the way we promote ourselves, the way we build brands, everything has changed. And I just feel like Instagram is that platform that allows you to create any type of content that you want, um, which is why I love it so much. And um, so I had built up this Instagram account probably um, as a business account 
over a period of about three years, we could say. Um, when I started my coaching business, it was, it still is, it's my side business. And for a long time, it was really just, I was really just building the brand before I started generating income. Um, so I built my Instagram following for a lot longer than I've actually been doing business. And um, in 20, at the end of 2021, I was hacked. And, you know, I, went, I was inspired to create a post on like how to lose 8,000 followers in 10 seconds flat. Because <laughs> um, that's really how it felt. It was just like a horror moving, a horror movie unfolding in front of my eyes. Um, and it was probably one of the biggest life and business lessons that I've had to learn. Um, and I'm happy that I get to share it with you. Um, you know, we're a couple of months down the line, say five months down the line. So I'm feeling I view it a lot differently um, compared to how I viewed it in December last year. But I'm happy I get to share the the ordeal and the experience with you today. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. It happened overnight. I think you were sleeping when it happened. Um, but, I, you know, we met back in was it 2020 I think or 2021 I don't even know it must have been 2020 2020 it was right after the pandemic yep we did the Instagram stories challenge and I I remember watching you (laughs) grew your Instagram literally organically it was organic this wasn't you know pay for followers this was through your content this is through engagement and you built it I don't even remember how much how many followers you didn't have many when you started with the challenge, but I remember it just grew a thousand and a thousand and a thousand, another thousand. And so this went on for, you built that over years. And that, I think that's, you know, as business owners, we put our heart and souls into these business. We put everything in, we're learning as we're going, we're misstepping every which way, we're waking up going, nothing's working, why isn't anything working? Because it is a slow process, especially in the audience generation and the lead generation and the building relationships. And I think so many of us, one of the things I feel like in business that holds us back from actually succeeding is our fear of failing and our fear of something going wrong and the setbacks. And we don't realize that those fears or how we handle them when they happen determine if we are going to be successful or not, because you ha- you're you always going to have the setback and you're always going to have the success. They go hand in hand. It's the duality of life. There's death, there's life. There's, there's setbacks, there's celebrations. And everything's a learning next step, right? Everything, even the setbacks are actually learning moments, but it's it's how you perceive them. And a lot of people give up at the moment it goes wrong or they fall so deep into that despair of the thing that didn't happen or it didn't work out the way you planned or it, you don't see the evidence of it. And they fall so deep into that mindset that they can't move forward anymore because they're so in the setback. And I so I think your story is so powerful because you had the alt, you were Instagram strategist and you lost your Instagram in a like in a blink of an eye, it was gone. And so I think this is such a great story of 
how you deal with the setbacks in order to catapult yourself into success? It was, you know, if I have to think about all the emotions that I went through, well, the first thing I did was I cried. Um, I'm just going to be raw and, <laughs> raw and vulnerable with you because it is exactly as you said, you know, we put everything into our businesses. Um, I spent months, years building up this audience and, and losing that, I did immediately fall into despair thinking I had lost my only source of lead generation, which I knew deep down wasn't true because I had been building an email list and I had a Facebook group and I knew how to market myself in, you know, how to utilize other people's audiences in an ethical way. It's something I teach as well. You know, um, there are many Facebook communities that you can still use um, and you can still network in where ethical promotion is allowed. And so I was really thankful that I still had those avenues. But the thing I didn't want, the thing that drove me the most was I didn't want them to win. Mm -hmm. And I felt in the beginning, to be honest with you, I put a heck of a lot of pressure on myself because I felt responsible for 8,000 people. And I wanted to warn them all about what was unfolding because the hackers had started DMing my followers and there were one or two posts up or, or um and stories up about bitcoin and i had to get to a point where i realized that i couldn't be responsible for eight thousand people there was no ways i would be able to contact every single one of them and say hey you know any dm you get from me it's not really me yeah. um so I immediately opened, it was the only Instagram account that I had. So I immediately had to open another one to start reporting this to Instagram. And I started talking about this on every social channel that I could. I started shouting it from the mountaintops, from the rooftops. I wanted people to know what was going on and I wanted to protect them. And I... I did end up in a couple of having a couple of conversations um, with my hackers on various social channels because they obviously tried to get money out of me um, to get the account back. And I think I, I realized I was dealing with like still what I perceive as pure evil. <laughs> like who does that? <laughs> mm -hmm. who, who does that? And I just had this drive came from deep down at the lowest part, you know, where I was, this drive came up and I just thought, I'm not, I'm not going to let you win. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what drove me. And, and just to protect other people out there and let them know, um, like you say, we have setbacks all the time. We're always going to have setbacks. That won't be the last setback that I have in my business. And I think, how you handle the setback determines how you handle the next one. And so you become stronger and stronger and more resilient as you, you know, move up in your business and start making more money and serving more clients. And yeah. 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 I mean, every step of success, I, I saw a post um, from somebody who had done, run a Facebook ad and she had her first troll and she's like, I feel like, and you, you did it too recently. I have, I feel I like did. it just arrived because <laughs> the more you overcome obscurity and the more people know you, the and the more success you have and the more you're visible and the more there's, 
the more it's like the percentage goes up on bad things happening because you're you're actually showing up and doing more and more and more and more and more and more leads to more chances of something going wrong and something going right at the same time and I think like with you know one of the things you probably real like realize in that moment like prove to yourself I guess is that like everything's figure outable as Marie Forleo would say like there was it wasn't the easy path to getting back your Instagram, you know, account or starting over, right? You're still building. I think you're at like 800 and something followers now when you had over 8,000. But I think you mentioned how much it, you had shown, I remember a post about your insights back before the hack versus now and how drastically different they are, but how your business is still successful, even though you don't have the 8,000 followers. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, um, I want to get emotional when we talk about this, because I think one of the biggest lessons I learned was, you know, we're so focused on building these big audiences and being known and being the industry expert. We all throw that word around all the time. And I went from if you look back at those insights that I shared the other day, I mean, 20,000, I was probably getting 20,000 views on some of my reels and how the level of frustration, you know, posting a reel and seeing, oh my goodness, it gets five likes <laughs> after three hours, you know, what's going on? But, and this is what I want to share with you is I realized I learned a very big lesson and that it's, it's, hmm. <laughs> excuse me while I hold just compose myself <laughs> it's not about the numbers it's about the community and behind every number is a real person and um it was a necessary lesson to learn <laughs> didn't expect our conversation to go this way <laughs> but you know I believe we need to talk about these things because we all we hide behind perfection and we try and make as if everything in our business is perfect and we've got it all figured out, but really we, none of us really have it figured out. Um, Yeah. So I learned really valuable lesson about community um, that, and I think we can easily get sidetracked by numbers and by, I like to call them vanity metrics. Mm -hmm. We get so easily sidetracked by vanity metrics that I think every now and then you've got to pull yourself towards yourself and say, hey, behind that like, behind that comment, behind that view is an actual person. Yeah. And I could be inspiring him or her today. I could be serving him or her today. I could be adding value. And that's what we need to remember. Yeah. I think you bring up two points. One is with the vanity metrics and everybody talking about numbers and how are your posts doing and post more of the ones that are doing great and all that stuff, right? So you're stuck in these numbers that aren't people. I remember that learning that in statistics class, number numbers aren't people. Yeah. And I'm like, then why am I taking statistics? But whatever, <laughs> sure, but numbers aren't people. But I think what happens is that fear of it not working out, the fear that we're gonna fail, the fear that we're not gonna be successful, builds in us and we're like the numbers are like this external evidence that proves something when you can't see who your loyal followers are right because not everybody is uh, engaging or responding or whatever 
And so you're the only way to feel validated is to look at that number, but it's like a pressure cooker because then the pressure's on and the pressure's on and the pressure's on. And oh my gosh, my numbers and my numbers and I got to grow and I got to grow the audience. And you're so worried about growing the audience, not worried about nurturing the audience. And then what happens when something like this happens and it busts and you lose Facebook, you lose Instagram, <clears throat> you burst because you literally have hit that pressure point, like everything you've built up, built up all the stress around it and it's gone. Yeah. You actually explode. Like you think, oh my gosh, the world has ended because I was looking for the validation and the numbers. I wasn't looking in the validation first from within on how am I an expert without any clients? How am I good at what I do and qualified at what I do without having that external validation of somebody liking a post or somebody engaging? And, and, and then that's when we kind of lose ourselves. We lose ourselves in our business. And, you know, I think you're right. I think people are people. There's even every single one of those followers is a huge, well, some of them are bots. <laughs> some of them are not real. But okay, most yeah, of those are, no, they're human. And the funny thing about those numbers, right? Those big numbers of 10,000 people, 11,000 people is you're only ever talking to one human behind a screen at a time. And only yeah. one person is making a connection with you at a time. And they're making a connection with you in their own way, in wherever they are in their life at that moment. And they're taking from you what they need in the moment. They're interpreting what you put out there in a way that they need to hear it. So every time you put out one post, those 500 people looking at it are taking something so different from it in relation to their own story and where they are. And so I think there's kind of like this beauty on what happened to you because you can see humans as humans and it doesn't, you, you know, you can see in, and I think Instagram has such great potential, as you said, but people are so into that. I need 10, now, now you don't need the 10,000 followers to get the swipe up. So there's not that, but the valid, like people won't hire me if I only have a thousand followers, because it'll look like, I don't know what I'm doing. And that mentality I think is so hard on entrepreneurs. You're so right. And that is something that I struggled with being an Instagram strategist and having zero followers. <laughs> you know, it was something I, I wrestled with for a long time. And the thing about becoming attached to the vanity metrics, and I think that this happens to us all at a, at a particular point, at some time, maybe we dip in and out of, you know, the vanity metrics on a weekly basis or even a daily basis without you even realizing it. And we attach a lot of what we put out onto social media, whether it's our content, whether it's the engagement rates, whether it's the followers, the numbers, we attach a lot of that to self-worth without even realizing it. And the one thing that I've learned over the years is that Nobody ever doing worse than you. No one who's ever behind you, a few steps behind you. Well, let me rephrase this. No one who is ahead of you is going to criticize what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So only those who are behind you are going to criticize what they're doing. So we come back, if we come back to, we touched on um, trolls just now. And so funny, I, I went public about my troll, but I blurred out her name because I don't believe in shaming online. But naturally it led to my audience going back to my profile to have a look 
at who trolled me. And the thing, the thing that people need to remember when you when you leave hurtful comments on a public account, it's visible to everybody. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of, you know, um, DMs and things saying, you know, who is she? She's only got two hundred followers and. I'm not here for the shaming of other people online and I'm not here for judging other people online, but it solidifies my point that no one who is a couple of steps behind you in business or not yet at your level, because we all walk a path. We all start, we all start from zero, right? No one who's behind, no one who is in front of you is going to criticize you. Yeah. So we have to remember when the criticism comes and that criticism that we often think is out there and it's not even there because like you said, your content is inspiring people. People are taking value away from your posts. We have to remember where the criticism comes from, Yeah, whether and I, it happens publicly or not. Well, and you have to remember, it's kind of a good thing when somebody trolls you because you just triggered them. You triggered something in them that is something they either desire to be and they're too afraid to be, right? Their their belief that they can't have it, but they want it, but they feel like they can't, right? It's always coming from, right? Hurt people hurt people, right? They're doing, it's it's a trigger to make themselves feel better. They're doing it behind a keyboard. But in the same sense, keep going. Because if they're still watching you, even though they said a horrible comment to you and you want to be like, oh, I have a horrible comment. I'm a horrible, nobody likes me. Don't do that. Be like, okay, I might be able, if she's going to watch again or she's going to watch again and she's going to watch again, I might be able to inspire her. You don't give her any attention, but you just know that they're, they're all people that troll are people mm-hmm. that have very low self-esteem, are very scared of doing big things, are triggered by Instagram and Instagram influencers or anybody showing up visibly because they are too scared to do it. And we, you and I talked about the hackers before this. And we talked about your conversation with the hackers. And I think this is a great point. You know, we were like, why do people do this? This is so stupid. They're so lazy. Why are they hacking into success? And you had a you had a conversation with one of the hackers that I thought was a great conversation. I did, and I'd love to share it with you, um, just to you know give you a bit of give your your listeners a bit of insight as to you know it's so true what you said. Hurt people, hurt people, um, and I think sometimes we need to use these opportunities, like being trolled, to show people who we really are. Like I firmly believe that businesses online need to respond to bad reviews because it is your opportunity to redeem yourself and. Um, show your professionalism or your integrity and um, so I got quite a quite a few dms from the hackers of my instagram account on various channels um, because they were in my instagram account they had obviously access to they found me on facebook and they also managed to get hold of me on whatsapp because they had my phone number and um, and asking me you know for a thousand dollars to recover my account and very nasty things and so what I did was um I kind of used a bit of reverse psychology <laughs> I was advised legally not to engage with any conversation but I I just you How know and you I, not? <laughs> I just like you don't don't whatsapp me on my private number and you're mm-hmm. you're the criminal here so <laughs> I ended up asking one of them I ended up telling her that um, 
that I felt sorry for her and that I was praying for her because if she felt that the only way she could make money was by stealing from others, then she really needed prayer. <laughs> and her response to me was, uh, first, you know, she sent a bunch of laughing faces and then she says, like, um, it's good and easy business. Mm. And I just realized the caliber of person I was dealing with. Um, yeah. Not willing to do the hard work to actually an honest yeah. living and follow her. Because you doubt that the hackers, this is their passion. This is just, as you said, easy money. So they weren't confident enough to go and do the thing that we as entrepreneurs are doing is following our passion, following our desires, do risking you know, the visibility in order to go help people and impact people yeah. and, and do it our way. And so I think the conversation is great because it's true. That's the easy way out is to hack people. And I think it goes a lot deeper than that um, because I have spoken to many people who have either been hacked themselves or know someone who has just this morning, I got a DM from someone asking me to help them because they've been hacked. So, I mean, we are five months down the line and my audience still remembers, you know, what happened and I still get contacted. So um, I'm grateful that I'm able to give um, advice to other people as to how to get out of these situations or better yet, not to even get into them in the first place. And um, I, yeah, I've kind of lost my train of thought here, but <laughs> I think this... I was saying, I think this is a lot bigger than we realize because I have a couple of um, fellow entrepreneurs that are in the circles that I, you know, that I, I mix with online. And I saw some funny activity going on where the hackers actually got her to record a video. Um, and it's, and it's her, it's really her and it's her real voice. And you know, saying that you just invested this amount in Bitcoin, but Bitcoin, and it really works. And this amount just got paid into her, her wallet. And I thought, whoa, something is very strange because I know this girl and I know this is not the type of content that she would ever put out. Um, and what I've realized along the way is they actually look for incriminating evidence in your DMs. So if you're having conversations that you shouldn't be having with someone, they'll try and use this to, to blackmail you. For me, this was my business account. The only way that they could ever get money out of me was to say, and they did say to me, they said, you know what, it's going to take you three years to build this account again. Just pay us a thousand dollars and move on. And I said, I'm not paying you a single cent. I will start from scratch. I will not fund your <laughs> criminal activities and I think we have to be so mindful you know I shared a lot of this with my audience after it happened and I, I shared a lot of advice on how you can protect your account but I think we have to be so mindful of what we do online especially mm -hmm. if we aren't protecting our accounts um yeah it's it's there are some <laughs> some really weird people out there some really bad people out there <laughs> yeah I think you know it's not playing into the fear. And I think it's so easy when we're desperate to prove ourselves and we're desperate to make it work. Maybe we're at a miserable nine to five job and we don't want it anymore. Or, you know, whatever the story is on trying or trying to hit those numbers every, I got a million dollars in a month, you know, trying to prove that you can yeah. do it too and prove that next level of success, whatever it is that we 
we're so it's like what we we can easily become prey one to setbacks one to hackers one to people trying to steal our power and play into those fears and i if you can either hold on to the fear and let it dictate the next step you do or you can take you know your shift your mindset to what's the worst that can happen and then realize like create a plan if the worst thing that happens and try to take away like the i'm gonna lose everything moment out of your head and realize so what if what if you lost everything what would your plan be and i think it goes back to trusting yourself it goes back to trusting yourself it goes back to living in integrity on what you really want in life Mm -hmm. and not giving into the fear right and and seeing those setbacks as i mean I think one of the biggest aha moments you had, I mean, yes, I, I'm not like, thank goodness the hackers hacked you, but real, like realizing that metrics don't matter, right? And that it's people has probably shifted your business in such a dramatic way. And it's the way we see the setback. Like we can give any meaning to anything in our lives, anything that happens, anything we see, anything people say to us, we have a choice on how, what meaning we're going to give it. It doesn't have a meaning until we give it a meaning. It could be like this conversation has not, not, doesn't have a meaning, right? But like, I'm not saying this is the worst conversation in the world. This is the best conversation. This is whatever, right? This is a conversation until you give it a meaning. And I think that's, that's the way we can lead ourselves in a moment when something happens, you can, you can choose what, how you want to define it. You can define it as this ruined my business. It's over. I'll never get this again. Um, whatever, nobody is going to hire me. I can't sell because I don't have an audience or whatever. Or you can say, okay, I'm going to start over. I have my email list. I've done it before. I can do it again. And I'm just going to focus on connections more and build it organically through connections. And that changes you going and giving up to you going and building something bigger and stronger. I love that. And um, I can totally relate to what you said and I think you you put it so nicely um especially the bit about pushing through the fear and pushing past the fear because the fear is always going to be there whether it's showing up on Instagram stories for the first time or trying something new in your business or losing your whole Instagram account whatever that may look like for you there's always going to be some form of fear and we can't submit to it all the time we have to learn how to push through it and the lesson I took from, from this particular incident was I ended up, and without even realizing I was doing it, I, f- I focused on the bigger why. And at that time, the bigger why was <laughs> that I, I wanted good to, pre- to prevail. And I did not want the situation to get me down. And I wanted those 8,000 followers, although those 8,000 followers are not there anymore, I wanted them to see if I can get knocked down and get back up again, so can you. And that can look like anything in your life, whether whether it's business or whether it's personal. If I can start this from scratch and still bring cash into my business, so can you. Mm. Um, and without even being intentional about that, like, yeah, I was probably a bit intentional, but, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty vision. If I look back, I think that, the thing that got me through was the bigger why. And they were, it was multifaceted for me. Yeah. And in being a mom, I have 
I have kids that are watching me. You know, our kids are watching us all the time. Um, are they going to see me get knocked down and stay down? Or are they going to see me get knocked down and do everything in my power to just to get back up again, no matter who's watching, no matter who's laughing, <laughs> no matter who's trolling, yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how powerful, like you kind of had this blessing in a way, because we, you know, you have the number, right? You have the number of followers, but you have no idea who's really you're watching all the time. I mean, I guess you could yeah. see on Instagram stories who's watching, but no, you don't really know. Cause I know I read tons of posts and forget to hit like, but I'm still reading them. Right. I just, so I, you have no idea who's actually reading them. Who are those people? And all of a sudden Instagram's like, okay, we're taking everything away. <laughs> and like the people that are left, like you had the choice, like all the people that reached out to you to say, Hey, we think you've been hacked or all the people that have say, wait, she disappeared. Where is she? I can't find her account anymore. I missed my everyday post from Paula. I can't find her. Why hasn't she been on in a while? Right? Like it really uncovered who your loyal followers were right like it really kind of shown the spotlight on them but also made you a better instagram strategist because and business coach because you understand instagram so much more at a deeper level than the metrics which is what i feel like in instagram's we always talk about the algorithm and the numbers and the number of views but there is another layer to instagram and even facebook and pinterest and all of that and podcasting too that is not what we can see it's basically you know the deeper energy work or the the you know the networking and the connections and people finding people through other places that we really can't track we you know it's like the human connection without understand you know that that hidden human connection piece the universal piece that you know you can't see in metrics and I love how you've how you've said that because there are Instagram accounts with hundreds of thousands of followers that are bringing probably zero income into their business, and they, I mean, one of my one of my first clients had just over a thousand followers when she started working with me, and she could do eight thousand pounds in a week. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you've got hundreds of thousands of followers, but are you able to connect with them? Like you said, are you is is that human connection there? Is the deeper energetics there? Can you sell for starters? Can you serve and sell? Can you can you figure out who is a good candidate or who is a good fit for whatever it is that you're selling? If you can't do that and you've got a hundred thousand followers, then I'm sorry to say I'd rather have a thousand Instagram followers who and I know say 50% of those people consume my content and take value from what from what I share and then when it comes time to sell to them are ready to say yes I want to work with you I would much rather have that situation than a hundred thousand people that are never going to that are never going to work with you yeah and not actually maybe even taking any value from you yeah my uh my old coach she she has i think 1100 followers and she's always cutting it back she removes all the bots she she keeps cleaning out she's 1100 i mean she makes multiple uh six figures in her business i think she has a couple of hundred people in her facebook group that's it she she's not like everywhere doing all the things she doesn't have a podcast yet you know it's just facebook and instagram and she makes that from her loyal fans who just keep buying or wanting to work with her and wanting to work with her again and again and again yeah 
It really, and I think that's the simplicity of business that we lose. It really is just about us and our knowledge and helping people. Like it, Instagram, Facebook, they're just tools. That's it. They're just mm-hmm. tools to like platforms to get your message and your knowledge out to more people, but it's really all you. You know, if I can compare uh, online business to my day job, I've been in medical corporate sales for almost 15 years. It would be like going to drop a pamphlet off at a medical doctor's practice and walking away without having a conversation with him and Mm. expecting him to buy the medical device that I'm selling. It doesn't work that way. There has to be a relationship. We need to have, there needs to be a level of trust. I'm not going to buy your product if I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. Just the same online. I'm not going to purchase from you if I don't trust you. I'm not going to purchase from you if there hasn't been some form of an interaction between us and it doesn't have to be just in the DMs. It could just be interacting in the stories or just me consuming your content every single day and seeing the amount of value that I get from your free content and then deciding, yes, this paid offer is for me. If we look at how we do business in life, (laughs) I'm tempted to say in real life, (laughs) like social media (laughs) isn't real life. (laughs) We're like avatars right now in the digital world, but then we become real. (laughs) I'm a real boy. What what are we calling it? Metaverse. We said, and we become, we go from Pinocchio to like a human boy. <laughs> you know, if we look at how we do business in life, there's always a discussion that happens between two humans. Um, why is it, why does it have to be different online? Why do we think that we get to do it differently online, that we can just slap content out there and, you know, expect people to trust us and buy from us? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's and I think possibly I don't I think I sometimes think it's overwhelming. You know, we went from before social media and digital world, if you think about it, you know, you went down your local main street to a shop, right? There weren't that many options. And you just that's how you interacted. And now there's this whole online world of so many options, so many people, so much noise. And I think that's that little fear, like I've got to stand out. I've got, I've got to, I got to find them when it's Mm -hmm. just the same thing. Like old school was networking. You went to a networking event. You met people at school. You met people at work. You met people in your community. You did more community events together. That's how you met people. Tupperware parties, you know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Must remember those. (laughs) Right, but that's how. That's how it was, right? Door-to-door salesmen in the olden days, encyclopedia salesmen, they knocked on the door and had a conversation with whoever opened it. And that's basically, I think people think online, it's overwhelming. How do you have a conversation with 6 billion people that are online? How do you find them? But it's kind of like when you're an adult and you're no longer in those groups, like you're no longer in school. Yeah, you're in work, but you're no longer in like, after school activities and band where you met your friends and all of a sudden there's a neighborhood of 2,800 houses. And you're like, well, how do I meet people without that common 
thing. And I think it just seems like if I throw a bunch of content out there, somebody will find me because there's 6,000 people, but you, we lose the, how do I interact with them? Yeah. And I think we have to remember, it's not, we need to take the pressure off of having to find them, mm-hmm. right? I, I got to get the clients. I got to chase yeah, them down. Find them. <laughs> I've got to go out and find them. I want to liken, you know, you mentioned about a big neighborhood. How do you connect with everybody? And I've, I know I have been guilty of saying this before, you know, I'm now into my mid forties and I have on more than one occasion said, I think I have less friends now, but the quality of friends is better. And as I talk to people in their fifties and sixties, I get the same, um, the same message. You know, that need for popularity Mm. that you had when you were at school starts diminishing and you'd rather have the really good quality friends, the people that have your back around you. And I think it's the same. I can I can compare that to to um, the event that happened with my Instagram account. Yes, there were 8,000 followers there, but I had, didn't really have a connection with all of them. It's impossible to connect with 8,000 people if you yeah. think about it. Right now with 800, you are not going to believe if I tell you sometimes I get more story views with 800 followers mm-hmm. than I did with 8,000. Yeah. And now those people are regular viewers. We have regular conversations. I feel like I'm energetically able to support and serve 800 people. If I think back to 8,000, could I support and serve them all? No. No. So for where I am in my business right now, this really works. And this was obviously what needed to happen for me to get to this stage. Yeah, you know? the lesson, the, the next the lesson. move, the next up level that you needed to go through, <laughs> the evolution you needed to go through. The universe talks, and if we don't listen, it makes us listen. And I think <laughs> it made me listen in <laughs> December. <laughs> so I'm yeah, taking, yeah, yeah. It takes yeah, charge I'm after a while. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we yeah. got to, the lessons just, are there for a reason. Um yeah. There's no losing. We're either, we're either winning or we're learning. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it is, you know, and I think that helps. Like when you look at it from that perspective of there's always a lesson that's going to take you to the next level of success. The universe always presents you with something that shows where you are right now and the gap to where you need to be. So being hacked was the proof that something needed to shift in order for you to have the next level of success. And that was the lesson in it. It wasn't the, oh, what happened to me? I shut it all down. The lesson was, oh, I need to rethink these people yeah. on Instagram. I need to rethink my business and how I perceive people. And that's when your love, your business jumps. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. That's exactly how I view it now. Obviously, in the t- in the in the moment, it's not always easy to see the bigger picture. But afterwards, I think it it always becomes clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story. I so appreciate You're it. So welcome. You're so welcome. <laughs> Hopefully, people. Not everybody's going to have this drastic <laughs> thing happen in their business. But you know, when you can handle something that big. 
you can handle everything. And I think we just automatically think everything should be roses and everything should be great, but then we would never learn and grow. And so being able to literally hold both of them, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to have a temper tantrum. You're allowed to curse people out if you <laughs> if you really need to <laughs> for a moment, then apologize. But like, you're allowed to have the moment of like, this sucks and I'm going to have my emotions and I'm going to honor my emotions around it. And I don't want this. And I wish this didn't happen. But then the next minute is how do I use this as leverage? What am I being taught right now? What am I told to see right now that'll get me to the next place? Yeah. You are so right. The emotions are there and blocking them out. just not going to help your path forward. Um, And I believe that we need to share vulnerably with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to, you know, we need to help each other. We need to, you know, lift other women up because it's not all roses and you're going to have trials. And it's just, if you can learn from others, how they handle their trials, it just motivates you and inspires you. I think so much more that you can do the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's it. Nobody really, they always want the highlight reel, how great my life is, yeah. but they're not sharing the moments of despair and this didn't go the way I planned and this sucks yeah. and this happened to me. And this is, I'm doing a course right now called Qualified and I'm hosting it live. It's a lot of paid masterclass. And one of the things I decided to do, cause I'm launching something new into the world and I have never hosted a paid masterclass before. They've always been free. And I have a lot of my own. Am I qualified to do this? And my imposter syndrome coming up. What if this fails? What if nobody buys? So I decided every time I'm working on the program and taking the next step, I'm recording a bonus video and sharing my behind the scenes journey through those I'm scared to put this out there. I woke up feeling like my messaging's crap. This is what I'm, and these are how I'm reframing it. And this is how I keep going. Cause I feel like we need more of those behind the scenes moments of doing something new and stepping into somebody we haven't been before. And I was like, I'm going to be raw with it. Cause I am freaking out about it. And I might as well share my freak out about it <laughs> because that's what the whole <laughs> class is about. <laughs> I absolutely love that you're doing that. I really love that. And I want to challenge you. I want to see those behind the scenes videos on your stories, not now, but later so that people can see, you know, this is how it really is. And I'm not alone when I feel like I want to quit my business and I want to go back to doing whatever I was doing before. I'm a failure. I can't, I'm not qualified to do this. Love that word. Love that term for the masterclass. Mm-hmm. So please share that because I think that is such such an amazing idea. Yeah, yeah. I figured, well, I mean, I got to be raw and real. I can't, I don't want to be the coach because I think there's too many of out there, uh, out there, like everything's a roses or they say they're having a bad day, but it's like, I'm challenged today because I'm blah, 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 whatever. But then it's like they gloss over it to the next like great thing. And I'm like, no, some days really just stink. And I, how many times I've thought maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Even today I woke up going, well, maybe I offered as free. Maybe I just secretly mm-hmm. launch it as a passive income on Pinterest, you know, like instead of like the actual launch and I think all of us do it how do I retreat how do I retreat abort abort mission abort mission this abort is scary mission. <laughs> this is scary back off back off. 
I I have to share with you um, one day on my Instagram stories, it was a while back, probably on the old account, um, I shared three things that you need to know as, as an entrepreneur. And I can't even remember what the three were, but I remember the one. And the one was, there are going to be days when you want to quit and you just need to keep going. It wasn't even 24 hours when I phoned one of my biz besties and I said to her, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm quitting my business. And she said, um, excuse me, what did you share on your Insta stories yesterday? <laughs> I kind of just had to retreat with my tail between my legs, but it really, you know, it's really the roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it happens to us all. Yeah. And if you don't know how to reframe your brain, your mind and those thoughts, like my reframe is, well, if you want to sell more of these paid masterclasses, then you got to actually go all in on this one, whether it sells or not. And like, I literally had that like stern conversation with myself, like, well, that vision you have of you down the line is selling them every other month. So <laughs> you got to do one unless <laughs> we're going like, all in. Oh, but it's so uncomfortable. We want to retreat out of uncomfortable so much. And, but then like, as Nelson Mandela said, like, it always seems impossible until it's done. Like as soon as you become the person that sold one paid masterclass to one person, then like yeah. you can sell to two and it becomes easier, but it's really, it's like stepping off the ledge, like jumping and knowing there's a safety net is the scariest piece of being in business. <laughs> Isn't it just, but so rewarding when you figure it out. Yeah. So rewarding. Yeah, it is. Entrepreneurship is fun. And I feel like it's the best way to learn about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You really get to know yourself as an entrepreneur. <laughs> that really is probably the biggest self-discovery journey that you'll ever take. <laughs> ever. It is a ride. The ups, the downs. But, you you know, I'm kind of grateful for you because you can't learn that behind a cubicle or working for someone no. else. And I wouldn't, I'm so super grateful for the wonderful woman I've met online and you being one of them, we would never have met. Let's use that term again in real life, <laughs> being thousands of kilometers or in your miles away from each other. I'm just so grateful that we get to do business that way. So um, we have to, we have to look at um, the big why we have to look at what drives us forward. We have to look at all the blessings that we have that, yeah we wouldn't have if we didn't push through the fear. Yeah. And there's we'll always that bigger, I always just feel like it would have happened some way, right? Like all the connections you make would have happened some way and you helping people would have happened some way because that's the way the universe designed it, right? Like there was always that moment yeah. where you were like, there's nothing really else I want to do. There's nothing really else. This is the nudge. This is the pull that it just keeps pulling you forward. And sometimes when you're off track, the universe pulls you 
into something else and it's like, okay, you are on the wrong track. You're not listening at all. You're not following your intuition. You're not listening. We're taking away that path completely. You're going to, I am going to force you onto the right track. I'm going to force you to see. And I always think, I'm sure you looked back at all the signs. I always think we're walking down a hallway with lots of doors and the universe keeps opening doors with like detours to where we want to go and like fast way to get there. And this and this, and we're not, we're so focused on some destination we put in our head and the universe is trying to give us bigger and better opportunities or faster ways to get there. And we're not listening. And I think it's Melanie Ann Layer who says like, Sometimes it doesn't work, and I'm paraphrasing obviously, but sometimes it doesn't work out for us because the universe doesn't want us to learn how to get there the hard way or in a way that yeah. is not right for us. And so it feels like it's not working, but the universe is trying to redirect us to the easier way to reach success. Because if you learn how to do it, it has to be hard work. I have to work so hard. Things always have to fail. It has to, you know whatever, yeah. I think has to crash and burn that you're going to think that everything you go out after has to follow that pattern. And it doesn't. And it doesn't. It so doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was lovely. I'm so glad we chatted. I, again, we were all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to cry, but oh, I-, <laughs> well, I mean, but you, if you think about that, that was a loss. Like that is grieving what you thought your business was right like that's who you were you're grieving the old Paula who believes certain things you're you you grieve you're grieving what you work so hard for and a goal that you were going at after a vision that all of a sudden had to change you're still grieving that old you and I actually love that it had to change yeah I can say that now five months down the line but I I love that it had to change and like you said, the universe gives us little gentle nudges along the way. And sometimes when we don't listen, it smacks us upside the head. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, this was so lovely. I'm so good. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing that with the world and your audience and keep talking about it because I think not only just a lesson on keeping your Instagram safe, but also hey, this happens and you can survive any setback that happens in business. Thank you so much for having me again. And I'm I'm really grateful I could share the story because, um, you know, if, if the story can teach someone else in business how to just kind of push through the setbacks or even to protect your assets, that's another, you know, another lesson, protect your assets. Um, I'm really grateful I get to share this with you. And if it helps someone today, then yay. Yay. (laughs) Where can they follow you? I am at Paula Jones Coach on Instagram. So I'd love for you to come over and say hello. In fact, let me know that you've come over from the podcast. Then um, it's always nice to know where, where people come from. And it'd be awesome to connect with you. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. And I'll put the the link in the description as well on the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening and I will see you all next week. Bye. 
Hi there! If you're ready to be the woman that has all she desires, if you want to become untethered to the fears and limiting beliefs holding you back from taking action and showing up in your business, if you find yourself caught in a spiral of negative thoughts taking up valuable time and energy, thoughts such as, I'm not good enough, my family won't approve, what if no one buys, I'm not worthy enough, what if I raise my prices and no one, no one joins my programs, I don't know enough. What if I fail? Maybe success isn't meant for me or any other limiting belief or fear, then Breakthrough is perfect for you. Breakthrough is a two-week one-on-one coaching experience with me where we dive into identifying and working through all that is keeping you from your next level breakthrough in your business. This is where we rewire your thoughts so you embody the beliefs, the thoughts, and the actions that'll bring you to your next level success and dream. Breakthrough includes one 90-minute call with me, plus two weeks of Voxer app coaching where you have access to me each day during the two weeks for coaching and support. So if you're ready for your next level breakthrough, click the link in the podcast description and let's get started.